From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Jody Padar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here's your host, Jody Padar. Hey, it's so exciting this morning because we are live at the AICPA Engage Conference and you are listening to Let's Get Radical Live. We're, and we're back because we were here last year, same time, and we had such a great couple of days that we decided to come back. So um, I am so grateful today because we have our sponsors here, First Global and the AICPA Engage, and they are sponsoring all day full of tons of content, tons of exciting stuff, and we're going to just have a great day all day long. So um, with that, I'm gonna introduce them and we're gonna talk about what's happening at the conference um, and what we're gonna do all day today. So Dave, David, could you um, introduce yourself, please? Absolutely, Jody. I'm David Nock. I'm president of First Global. So we're the largest independent provider of uh, wealth management solutions to CPA firms around America. We work with about 400 of America's best CPA firms to start or reinvigorate wealth management practices and make sure they honor their promises to clients. So we've got lots of capabilities for them. Wealth management, of course, but consulting, technology resources, all the business building expertise to make sure if they start wealth management, it, uh, it uh, ends up bringing to life the picture of uh, what they want. So we're excited to be here. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. And also we have Ryan here. Do you want to introduce yourself and your role? Because sure. you're going to be with us all day. Sure, we'll be here all day. So um, my name is Ryan George. I'm the Assistant Vice President of Marketing Communications for First Global. So uh, I help oversee events like this and other things that help um, you know, communicate and market uh, our thoughts and ideas to different stakeholders around the country. Cool. So let's talk a little bit about Engage because we're here at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas and it's about 105 out. Oh yeah. Um, and, and the most important thing is what did you guys do last night? So we got to host a, a reception for all of the Leadership Academy alumni last night. So fr free snacks, free drinks, free games. So we got to spend four hours with our closest friends. I think you know we've been a a supporter and sponsor of the AICPA's EDGE conference for years. So um, because the conferences are combined together this year, we wanted to make sure we at least did something to recognize the power of the young leaders in the industry and everything they're doing to shape a brighter future of the profession. So that was our night. We tried to not stay up too late because we knew we'd be on all day with you today. <laughs> and was there beer pong involved in that? <laughs> there wasn't beer pong. There's some pool or some shuffleboard. Basketball, um, some basketball, basketball. Gen giant Jenga. There may have been, there may have been beer pong. It was rumored, but <laughs> oh, okay, it was just the rumor. Yeah. Great. So, what's really interesting about the um, AICPA Engage Conference is is that it's a bunch of conferences that they've combined in one, and including this year, they included Edge, which wasn't here last year, right? Yep. And we also have um, the financial planning group mm -hmm. and practice tech and Nats. So it's Anything that has to do with CPAs and financial planning is here under Absolutely. one roof with 5,000 attendees. So it's just huge. So it's awesome. Yeah. So, um, but we want to hear a little bit this morning about um, First Global and what they're doing um, with CPAs and why CPAs or why financial planners want to hear from CPAs. 
Yeah, so we, we did a big survey here recently just to try to get more at the core of, of how you know, American families actually felt about getting advice and who they wanted to get advice from. So um, obviously we were hoping that survey might show that America's uh, families want CPA financial advice the way we believe they would. Um, it actually turns out in that survey that fortuitously that was true, um, that there's a, a stronger demand probably than even we realized for CPAs to be able to step up and serve their clients. So I think right now there's a convergence, and especially for our financial advisors, but there's a convergence in the industry. Two things are happening sort of at a national basis. One is tax law changes are moving clients out of sort of default mode um, around their tax situation. So no matter how confident they were in their tax planning with their CPA, they're coming in and they've been coming in throughout busy season saying, okay, what do I got to do differently this year? What does this mean to me? It's driving a lot more people to ask those questions. The second one is the DOL's fiduciary rule. All that debate that happened in the national venue, that's causing a lot of people to ask, okay, well, what is my financial advisor's obligation to serve me? And we think those two things happening at a national level really, really point to CPAs who already, no matter how they're being compensated, no matter how they serve clients, it's really pointing to CPAs who have a fiduciary duty to their clients to become to step into the role as America's true financial advisors. Add to that uh, the results of our survey and a lot of the stuff that First Global has been doing to help its clients. We think there's a moment right here that we have not seen in a generation, most likely. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And I think it's interesting because, you know, CPAs do have that tax background and, and it's just innate to us. And yet, what we've seen is um, other financial planners are like saying that they do tax too. So it's pretty, mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting that we're getting kind of like pushed aside a little bit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> sure, I mean, I, I think that's a little bit of a risk, right? For, for CPA firms who are not sure yet whether they want to add wealth management as a capability in their firm. I, I think it's a little bit of a risk that the financial planners out there are going to say, well, integrating tax and financial planning together is an absolute necessity. They're going to you know, end up in, in the tax space. Um, I, think it's, I think it's time, probably more than half of CPA firms I think are offering wealth management at this point. I think it's really time for, for everyone just to jump in and, and embrace their true destiny. <laughs> yeah, and I think CPAs would probably be glad for that challenge of the, you know, the overall tax knowledge battle between CPAs and C CFPs. Um, you know, CPAs may, you know, it's part of their test and they've been going to school to receive that designation and they have ongoing training as a part of their profession versus somebody who may know a little bit about tax knowledge and may pass an exercise to show that they're, they're not just at the same expert level. So speaking of the CFPs, in our, and this is nothing against CFPs, but in our survey... We love CFPs. <laughs> we do love CFPs. We got tons of them who work with us. But it was interesting that in our survey, we gave survey respondents um, a list of designations. And we said, hey, select the ones that you think are the ones that are um, qualified to offer you financial advice. And, and on that list, I would, have, I would have predicted that CFPs would have come out on the top because it is the standard, it is the designation, it is the professional standard for wealth management advice providers. What designation do you think showed up at the top of the list? CPAs. CPAs. 50% more often than CFPs. Now, CFPs were two, so they were, they were high on the list, but it was surprising to us just how often people out there who were you know, thinking about, okay, well, who's the right person to provide me financial advice was selecting CPAs. It was 50% more often than CFPs. Sure. And CFPs actually weren't even second. CFA was second. So oh, the chartered correct, financial yeah. analyst was second. Yeah. Wow. And I think it's true just because I see it with my own clients, right? They come in and they want that holistic approach to their business and their personal lives, right? And mm -hmm. we're sitting in that seat to give them that holistic approach, which... Um, you know, not that CFPs can't do it, but 
if we're if we're doing it every every tax season, right? We're we have that connection, and so that that's what I think is what's kind of makes us a little bit stronger to be the CPA along with it. And then if you want to even get more credentials, there are so many CPAs who are CFPs as well. And it's not just about tax knowledge, too. So the tax knowledge was definitely the first thing that people were looking for. The second thing they're looking for is also somebody who can make complex things seem understandable and make them to where they can communicate them. And I think that's something else that sort of plays into the CPA's hand is being able to um, take a complex issue, a complex tax law or the complex uh, financial situation and make it to where the client can really understand what's going on and be guided by their advisor. Yeah, top two things clients wanted. Save me taxes, make it easy to understand. This audience does it better than most, better than anybody. And do you think that um, the the customers or the, the end users, um, they trust CPAs, that, that, that that's the brand that the AICPA spends a lot of time building and really helping in that, um, you know, they really trust CPAs as being the, the most trustworthy professional as opposed to um, someone who doesn't have that designation? Yeah, so two things, Ron, right? We already know through Gallup's research that CPAs are, I think, seventh most trusted profession in America and, and the highest on the list with being able to help people secure their financial futures. In the survey that we did, we asked the question whether or not CPAs have the ethical stand, people believe CPAs have the ethical standards to be able to, to serve as America's financial advisors. And over, not surprisingly, overwhelmingly, 92% of the case, um, people were saying, yes, they agreed. So it's only 8% of the time where people weren't really sure or, or disagreed. So that, that, points to, that points to a standard that's pretty high, higher out there than, than the typical financial advisor, I think. Wow. And now, what is your plan for today? Like, what are, what are we going to do all day today? Well, besides have a ton of fun? Yeah. I mean, how can we not, right? <laughs> so besides have a ton of fun, we're going to bring some of the industry's thought leaders together. I mean, you've got a, we've got a pretty wide-ranging group of individuals out here um, to be able to, to be on this, uh, on this stage with us and, and share their thoughts and insights. So you, uh, you probably got a few names that you're super excited to hear from. Yeah, so one of the things that I think is pretty cool is all day we're going to be interviewing firm owners who are, um, a, a lot of them are first global partners, some of them aren't, but we are going to be interviewing them about how they've implemented financial planning within their CPA firms and the tremendous opportunity it's brought for them, right? And how they did it and some of the, the good things and the bad things and all everything. So if you want to learn possibly about bringing financial planning into your firm, definitely today is the day to stay tuned and, and hear about it. And that's a, that's a good group. So there's sort of three main groups of, of guests we have on today. So we have the first couple of firms that you talked about, which we're excited to have them deliver their message and talk about their journey. Uh, we also have some thought leaders and other speakers um, from the agenda. So from the, that actually presenting at the Engage event, uh, one of them, Wade Fell, I think is, is joining us here in a few minutes. Um, and, and people like Michael Kitsis and Michael Platt as well. And, and then also some of the edge people that we talked about, um, mm-hmm. some of the emerging leaders in the, uh, the AICPA and then the accounting industry will be joining us sort of interspersed as well. So we're excited to hear, uh, bring their message to a lar- larger audience as well. Wow, it sounds like a full and packed day here, right? It's going to be it's, you're, you're ten, 10 hours of fun, 10 hours of time with you, me, Ryan, and a broad range of speakers. Yeah, so, um, and that's just here, right? And aside from here on the, on the podcast, within the exhibit hall, um, or the event itself, there are over 250 sessions. If you were, if you actually came to the Engage event, there's 150 exhibitors, and there are seven different curriculums that you could actually follow. So, talk about uh, 
tremendous learning opportunity. A lot so of content. It's just going to be. It's just going to be an awesome day. So, um, with that, we're going to go to break and stay tuned because we're going to be back with a lot more later today. Mm-hmm. 